that's all you can. This is for you. I'll share it. I know some people come, you can give anybody else comes, you have three okay. more sheets. Oops, sorry, sorry. Maybe four. <laughs> Please repeat. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Mangalam Gurudevaya Devye Matriksha Mangalam Mangalam Bhakta Brindebhyo Sarvalokaya Mangalam Om Stapakaya Chudarmasya Sarvadharma Sarupine Avatara Varishtaya Ramakrishnaya Mangalam Om Sara Shiva Samarambam Shankaracharya Madhyamam Ashmar Achara Prayantam Bande Gurum Paramparam Om Jayanti Mangala Kali Bhadra Kali Kapalini Durgakshama Shivaratri Swahasurhana Mustite Enjoy Mom. So we're picking up where we left off last week, right, with the uh, uh, prayers of the uh, of the uh, Guyakas uh, to Lord Krishna in the story everybody here, almost everybody was here last week. Uh, this is the story of Damodar where Krishna was bound by his mother with a rope to uh, for being a naughty boy, right? He was bound uh, by his mother to a rope, by rope to a, a, a wooden a grinding mortar. And so finally controlled him a little bit from being naughty and she went off to do her work. And then he saw outside two trees, two Arjuna trees sitting next to each other. And he thought, I bet you I could fit in between those trees. So he went and he got, he, he got through the trees and then pulled behind him easily, even though a, a grinding stone should be, a grinding mortar is very heavy for a little boy, but he's not a normal little boy. Pulled the, the grinding stone and got tugged and gave a little tug and the trees came crashing down. Right, and out of those trees came two, okay, yeah, good. Out of those trees came two uh, uh, divine beings, uh, uh, some sort of a, a semi-divinity uh, called the Kuyakas. These are the sons of Kubera. And then it tells their story that in a previous, not previous life, thousands, tens of thousands, Jaima, come, come, uh, uh, tens of thousands. You want to sit over here? You can kind of be careful with the wire. Uh, 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 they were cursed by the sage Narada, right? They're cursed, but they're actually giving a blessing in the form of a curse that they were intoxicated publicly. They were naked in front of Narada, and they didn't cover themselves, enjoying with their uh, 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 women folk. Uh, and so Narada decided, you know, in order to give them a blessing, I shall give them a curse, right? Right? And the curse is that they lose their position as intoxicated uh, divine beings full of wealth. Actually it said that they were they were intoxicated by Sri, Sri Madha. They're intoxicated by opulence and wealth and easily pollutes the mind. Too much enjoyment, too much power, too much money. And they forgot their humility, natural humility. They're actually great devotees of Lord Shiva intrinsically. And so they renounce, I mean so he cursed him, may you be born as trees. Right, for a very long time, forgot. thousands and thousands of years. But the blessing was that, that they would also, that in the future, when Krishna is, takes birth in Vraj, 
he will, as a young boy, he'll liberate, he'll, li he'll liberate you from, the from this body. So the last three of the meetings on the Bhagavad, last two meetings of the Bhagavatam, we told their story and their prayer. They came out, and when he knocked them, with the, these two divine beings came out, and they immediately, I don't, maybe you have uh, Krishna Krishna Mahayogins, right? Tvam Aja Purusha Paraha. This is not this week. This is the previous weeks. Um, uh, um, uh, prayers. They said, "Oh, Krishna, Krishna, the great yogi. They've seen, they've witnessed so much of his power. You are, you are uh, uh, um, Adya Purusha Paraha. You are that original supreme person, that like supreme being, right? And so these, the 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 uh, uh, um, uh, and Manigriva, these two uh, devas, they had spent thousands of years meditating on Krishna, waiting for Krishna." Right, and so, and, and then, and then also in their in, in this birth, I mean, since Krishna was took took his incarnation, they've seen so many miraculous things. They know he's great. They know he's wonderful, and they they become extremely purified and waiting. So when they came, so the, the when he knocked down the tree and they came to the original form, it's symbolic also of their liberation, right? Or the big first stage of their liberation. They're being sent back at the end of the verses. They're being sent to their original abode, right? Their original position. So they're, they're praying with great realization and the, the last few weeks we've, we've discussed their prayer is full of the Sankhya philosophy. You are Purusha. You are the original person. You are the uh, consciousness. You are the, the witness. right? And then the next verse is you are Prakriti. You are in the evolution of Prakriti. Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. Right? So continuously going you are Prakriti and you are Purusha. And so that's the language of Sankhya we talked last week. But the language of Sankhya is not... Sankhya is... Uh, a, a dualistic system where Purusha and Prakriti, spirit and matter, consciousness and the material material nature are eternally separate and never the same, right? But and so in these two very distinct uh, uh, categories, you are Purusha, you are Prakriti, you are we'd say in Tantra you are Shiva as well as you are Shakti, because in Tantra Shiva is, Shakti is only the manifestation of Shiva, right? They're not two different things, right? So, <coughs> but. You can't be like it's like you leave the language of Purusha and Prakriti is the language of observer and observed. The language of uh, so the observer and the observer can't be the same thing, right? You know the uh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the thinker and the thought, right? They can't be the same thing. You know, so to say that you are Prakriti and you are Purusha, we we say these things, but it may, doesn't mean that's today you quoted you quoted that song. What is it? Uh, 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 Sometimes you're Purusha, it's a Ramprasad song, right? Sometimes you're Purusha, sometimes you're Prakriti. Thinking of this, is it Kamlakanta or Ramprasad? Kamlakanta, this goes crazy. Because these are two, you can't, you know, you can't be both things, right? But you're, 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 you're so much more than Prakriti and Purusha. You're the one that even Prakriti and Purusha manifest, right? So this is a very, so this is a very big statement, right? And so we discussed that last week, and I'll just read, there's only, I think, four or five prayers. I'll, I'll read. So we catch up to those prayers. Oh, Krishna, Krishna, great yogi, you are the original supreme person. You are manifest and un and unmanifest in this universe. This form, your, or, or your nature, is understood by the knowers of Brahman. So your real nature can only be known. These aren't the verses that you have right now. These are last week. <laughs> of knowers of Brahman. You alone exist in all beings as body, breath, soul, senses, and controller. We talk Yadavi, Sarvabhutashu, some other thing. You have appeared in everything. In all beings, as all these aspects. You indeed are time. O blessed Vishnu, O unchange, the unchanging, the Lord. So you are that changing nature, time, and all body, soul, prana, senses, like that, as well as the witness. In other words, that's by saying you are unchanging and you are time, it's saying you are Purusha and you are Prakriti. 
the same. It's just a different language uh, unfolding. Uh, you are the subtle aspect of that great Pukriti, consisting of Rajas, Sattvas, and Tamas. You are Purusha, the witness of the movements in this complete field of Pukriti, or you are the witness of all fields, means all bodies of this whole universe. You are, you are ungraspable by those with bodies and minds, whose bodies and minds have been agitated by the gunas of Pukriti. Right, so we can't we can't know you because our mind and, bo- and body is continue is is agitated, right? And the thing is, of course, you're never an object of knowledge. But when the instrument of knowledge, the mind mind is agitated, it's it's in it's it's externalized. And and there we can ever see. We quoted from the from the uh, uh, last week from the Yoga Sutra that yoga is the cessation of the vrittis in the mind. Then what happens? The seer rests in his own nature. It doesn't have to, you know. So then you can be seen. Mm-hmm. Right, but for most of us, that's like saying you can't be seen. To saying that you're going to be seen when the seer rests in his own nature and the vritti, the pakriti, are completely still is basically saying you're not seeable for most people. Right, mm. uh, <coughs> but says, but we but so what do you do? But to you, that supreme Brahman, right? That uh, uh, we may not be able to see you. Yogis can see you in a certain sense, mm. right? But what do you do? What if we, if how to know or the know, or how to, you know, the, uh, the uh, yeah, two days ago in the morning I was thinking about these verses and I, I opened up a book of Swami Shivananda. From, uh, from, uh, and the first thing he says, Brahman uh, is, is, is the knower. It can never be an object of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right? So you can put the book down. So, in one sense, you know, so that's the same thing. Brahman is never an object of knowledge. It's the knower. Right? But actually, even the knower and the object of knowledge both arise in Brahman. It's not even, that's not an exactly accurate thing either. Right? And generally, but the thing is, it can never be an object of knowledge. Not even, even the knower is, Brahman is even dependent of that, right? With the speak of the object of knowledge. So what do you do? How do you know it? Right? So the yogic way, our Guruji used to say, right, says that uh, uh, the body and mind are agitated. Stop the vrittis in the body through yoga, pranayama, through uh, asanas and pranayama. Stop the vrittis in the mind through meditation. Right then, the reality which is always here will be reveal itself, not be seen. It's the seer, or it's the behind the seer and the scene. Right, it reveals itself. But he said that's very difficult. It turns out, <laughs> right, it's the yogic path. Right, and he, and so, background to this story, these verses have to be understood in the light of the, the Dhammadari Lila, right? Because when when uh, uh, Yashoda, because of Nadi Krishna, is trying to tie him up, right, and it's like, how can you tie? He's He's can't be known. He can, he's beyond. He's the source of everything. He has no source. He has no limits, right? He's a, he's unlimited and he has no limits. Yeah, he's a beginning, middle. He has no beginning, middle, end. He's a beginning, middle, end of everything. These verses were there, right? Yet, out of devotion, right? Uh, 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 he was tied up by by a cowherd girl, not by a powerful yogi. Of course, we know the past. Yashoda is not a normal cowherd girl, right? Cowherd woman, right? She was actually in the backstory. She was a powerful yogini. Right, the wife. I'm forgetting just now. Uh, the whose wife? What? What her name was? It's known. We we discussed it. Her past story, and the fruit of her tremendous austerities is a vision of Vishnu, and then she says, "Let me let me forget that you're not. Let me you be born as my son, and I don't know your God." Right. So it's the exact opposite. It's almost so the, that realm that she's entering is way beyond the realm of yoga. That's the point, right? This realm, so even their statement, you are Purusha Pakriti, you can't be known, only, only when the mind completely still. That you can be known, but the mind completely still, right? Uh, when Pakriti is still, the Purusha reveals its rest in its own nature, or witness reveals its own nature, that's, that's a yogic sense. And, but that's basically saying you can't be known for most of us, right? 
uh, except for great yogis. But even great yogis, the greatest yogis, recorded at least in the, in the, the mood of the, of the Bhagavatam, their, their ultimate boon is to not be yogis anymore. Right? That diff- or to be a different type of yogi. The type of yogi they want to, out of love, they c- you can be known. Right? And so that's why that final verse from last week, Tasme tubyam bhagavate vasudeva vedase. Therefore, we, we worship you, O, o all-pervading son of Vasudeva, right, the source of everything. Right, the Avedis, you are the sort of uh, uh, um, yeah, whose glory has been covered by the gunas. Right, that's the, the final. So, in other words, you are an object of worship. Right. So, 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 while, while they're saying we talked about last week, while they're saying you can't be known, you can't be seen, yet they're seeing him. That's how we ended it last week. They're, they know him. They're saying you can't be known. You can't be. You're the supreme godhead, right? Who can't be known? But they're seeing. I mean, they're seeing him. Right. That's the secret. Right. How the unknown. How the unknowable. Something that's never an object becomes an object, right? Uh, uh, we call that kalpana, kalpana. Yes, kalpana, right? And and there's two. We discussed a little bit over the last few weeks. There's two views of this. There's one idea that Brahman, in order to be worshipped, to be meditated, uh, nam arupa, uh, arupa has to be attributed to it, right? So this is a newly thing. Uh, that's a very classic. Simply say, oh, humans superimpose some, give it some name, give it some form in order to think of something that's not thinkable, right? That's True, that also happens, right? But that's not what's happening. It's a different. Who's doing the kalpana in? <laughs> we can make a verb out of kalpana, right? Who's given the at- at- attribute? Who's who's giving the attribute? Krishna is allowing himself to be seen out of devotion. That's the thing. Those therefore we can't know you. Therefore we worship you. But worshiping you is a way of, and he reveals himself because they, they are seeing him. Yashoda did tie him up, right? And that's you have to remember. All this is actually. Well, you have to remember he was tied up. And this guy, he knocked down the trees, and these two beings come up and giving these prayers. He's still tied up, right? So this is the, the one. The one they're saying, "You who can't be comprehended, you can't be bound. They who can't be." It's like he's still tied to the mortar of his mother's affection, right? So this is a very important, important point. So from there, we'll continue our next verse after a sip of warm tea. So, well, that's the wrong one. That's the. Uh, oh, you. Tea? Um, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me find if I have my part two. So I'm a little dis- distracted today. Yasyavatara gyayante. So gyayante, we understand. Now he's talking about, okay, you're how are you that infinite being? You're a supreme Brahman. We bow to that Brahman who's known as Vasudeva, the source of everything. But still, he's taken birth. And they know. He's, this is not the first time the Lord has taken, of course, as Vishnu he's not the first time he's taken an avatar the Bhagavatam mentioned countless avatars right uh, but and also the, the, the infinite being has been, has manifested before in, in forms that seem to be regular forms, not exactly regular forms this is avatar uh, 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 what are the forms he's talking about? he's talking about Narasimha the previous avatars, that, that the stories have been known, uh, Varaha Matsya. So this is not exactly normal human forms. It's like a fish, a tortoise, a man lion, a, 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 a boar, or a little dwarf. All these different forms that had that had te- manifested up to this point, right? So uh, yes, Yavatara, we know uh, um, uh, 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 you are the one that's taken all these different avatars, right? Shari, uh, uh, where is it? Shari um, Yasva. Asharidaha. Shari, you are you've taken different sharidas. Sharida means form, body, 
You've taken so many bodies, right? But they're asharira. There, there can't be bodies. Although you've taken so many physical bodies, they can't be physical bodies, right? Because we've taken physical bodies, right? So how are we different? How are we different from Krishna? How are we different from Narasimha, right? A physical body by nature is limited, right? It's it's bound. It's uh, uh it's by its definition, it's fa- it's conceivable, it's fathomable, it's limited. Yet Krishna, you know, my mother should opens his mouth and sees the universe, right? You know, later, you know, he just a little boy knocked down some trees. Right, he's going to lift up a he's going to lift up a mountain with his pinky eventually, right? You know, it's like so. Uh, Narasimha rips up. I mean, it's like these forms and uh, uh, what is a, a tortoise lifts up the entire world, Mandara mountain. The uh, the the, uh, the boar lifts up the, lifts up the earth on its tusks, right? So that's not to say oh that oh just see how limiting how God has become limited or we think limited. But that image of of the limit so called bodied embodied God, it's also not really a body because bodies can't do that. Bodies, by definition, are limited and, con- and, and, and conceivable. Yet everything that the Lord, all these avatars have done, is unlimited and inconceivable. Right? Even because, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I can totally think that how, how a boar lifted up the earth with his tusk. We can't conceive that. That's not a thing to. That's not a thing to do. <laughs> yet it's recorded that, it, that he's done it. You think, or this little boy knocked down some trees by pulling a, 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 a three hundred pound wooden mortar behind him. That's not a thing to do. Right, uh, you'd look inside your baby's mouth, and you saw a universe, including within that universe, Mother Yashoda looking in Krishna's mouth, opened his mouth, seeing a universe within that universe is Mother Yashoda. Right, that's not a thing to do. We can conceive it, but it's inconceivable. Even the things we think we understand, we can talk and, t- and tell and, and, and argue about and describe, they're inconceivable and they're, un- they're unlimited. Right. So although you ha- you took all these different bodies, it seems they're actually not really bodies, and that's the thing because body means limitation body means by definition your form limits something right a name in a certain sense limits something right i remember abba george he said one of the points that I, after all these years we remember he says that uh, uh, he who thinks god's names and forms limit god has fallen from the from the truth right he says god's names and forms don't limit god they 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 are god Right, God is unlimited. Therefore, His forms, uh, His form is actually looks like a form, but it's actually unlimited. His name looks like a, a, lim- uh, a form, a name, but it's actually God. It's each one's absolute. God's name's absolute. God's form's absolute. God's leela's absolute. God's stories are absolute. God's dham is absolute. Right. Uh, um, uh, so that's the thing is that although they look like normal bodies by our definition, they can't be normal bodies. Right. We don't. We're, we. They can't be understood. Why? Tasya tasya. Actually, that tais tais It's a weird by the Sunday. It's it's tahi tahi, which means this by these different things, right? Atulia, atula, atulia, and ati shayati. Atulia means that it's inconceivable, right? All these things that you're that you've done in these supposedly these supposed normal physical bodies, right? They're inconceivable, and they're unlimited. Right, so how did I translate it? We understand that your incarnations, although bodies, are not bodies, for they exhibit incomparable and unlimited power. Right, so exactly, it says virya, their force, the power behind them, is unlimited. Right, no, any, but by definition, even a very powerful body is defined by its by the limits of its great power. Right, but this is this is unlimited power, inconceivable power. Jaya come, come. Inconceivable power. So there's no. There can be no. No. Uh, so for it seems to be body, but it's not an actual body. Not saying that God doesn't have form. 
the form is not by our normal worldly definition in the in the um, in the uh, 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 the uh, the Brahma Sutra that, that's quoted a lot that uh, says Satchananda uh, Vigraha right you you are the, your your form is made so you say your vigraha your image or your form your murti what is it like oh, my form is made of you know too much fat some skin you know uh, 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 like this right or you if we make it we make an image of god it seems it's made of stone perhaps or wood paint right but actually it's actually the the ingredients are satchitananda Satchitananda is, is a chint, uh, 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 inconceivable, infinite, unlimited existence, consciousness. Those aren't things. Hmm? Yeah, Thakur says, Chinmoy, actually, when M, that's right, M, when, and, and M's first meeting with Sri Ramakrishna, first, uh, second meeting with Sri Ramakrishna, when Sri Ramakrishna does plays a little mental, spiritual judo on him, he says, So, you're using to be a nice boy. Do you, do you believe in God with form or without form? Right? And so immediately it's like, are you like Purusha Prakriti? It's like <laughs> these are two in- incompatible things. He thinks that, that it's like if you believe one, you, you can't believe in the other. It's because he's using Aristotelian. Aristotelian? Yes, logic. <laughs> Once I mess up, I'm not, my tongue won't say it. So I, just get move I look at him and move on. <laughs> it's going to be too much struggle. Right? Something is either, it's a law of non contradiction. A door is either open or closed. Something is either white or not white. Right, so God has form and can't can't be form and formless, right? And Takwar said, oh, "That's good." And he said, "No, I believe God is formless, sir. That's that appeals to me." Go, that's very fine. That will do, right? But don't think you're alone or right. You know, that doesn't make sense, right? So like, is the door open or closed? It's closed, sir. Oh, that's very fine. But don't think you're alone. Those who think it's open are also right. <laughs> that's crazy, right? Thinking of this, Kamala Kanta goes mad. That was the idea. These categories can't 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 match, right? By definition, the chinta is inconceivable. Right, but the reality that's being described as form or formless is something completely different. Right, T- two ways of describing it is using the language of form, or even the language of form. We don't even know. We don't have anything in the mind that's formless or inconceivable. The word inconceivable is a made-up <laughs> idea, construction of the mind. We, don't, we can't conceive of the inconceivable. So you've never thought. <laughs> you don't know what inconceivable means. <laughs> it's by definition inconceivable. Right? So, 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 so the, the reality which, which some religionists consider with form or without form, personal or impersonal, right, uh, uh, um, uh, is beyond the, uh, these concepts of personal, impersonal, form, or formless. Right? So, uh, so that's kind of what's being described. So the... Uh, 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 um, uh, are we, are we, uh, we understand your incarnation that your incarnation, although bodies are not bodies, uh, for they exhibit incomparable and unlimited power. Right, and then it says, "Dehishu, um, um, uh, dehishu." Though the one who is embodied, like we're embodied, right, right, dehishu. Uh, uh, my brain is dehishu, dehishu. Asangitaha, they that asanga cannot have, right? So an embodied being cannot have unlimited uh, uh, power, right? Uh, 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 even a really big man cannot lift a mountain. What to speak of a little boy, right? You know, it's like a, even a really powerful boar cannot lift the earth. Even, you know, it's like these type of things are impossible, right? Uh, 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 uh. So that's pr- that he's they're saying that we, although we see you, although we see what you've done. We see you crawling around. We, we we like we know that this form is not a regular form. It's not a regular body. Remember the the, the interpretation verse, Krishna tu Bhagavan Soyam. Krishna is that supreme Lord. We have to understand that. So these are all revelations of that. 
statement. Next verse, Sa Bhagavan Sarvalokesha. Actually, you are that same Bhagavan who uh, the Lord, uh, uh, the Bhagavan, the Lord, uh, Bhavan, actually Bhavan means also here Lord, uh, Sarvalokesha, Lokasya. Lokasya means of all realms, of all lokas, right? Or it also means of all people, right? Uh, Lok, you know, those people, right? Uh, We use Hindi, right? Uh, Both meanings. Uh, so you're you're actually the Lord of everybody and of everything, of every realm, of every being, right? But why, so why has the Lord of all beings, the Lord and controller, the blessed Lord of, of all beings, taken all these forms, including this form of Krishna? Of course, it's more mysterious, but all the different forms that he's referring to that seem to take form, but not really taking form. Why why is it why does it seem that they've taken forms? Why does he seem to have incarnated like this? Why has he incarnated? Why does he seem to incarnate? Why? He says. Um, Bhavaya vibhavaya cha. So this is bhavaya here means it's generally the commentary say this is to give blessings, right? Bhavaya and vibhava. Vibhava means special blessings. So it could be some people interpret bhava means like giving people blessings means or blessing your life means you give a happy life, children, happy you know, good material, uh, sattvic material situation where you can come like that. Or vibhava means the supreme. You've come to give people general blessings, or vibhava means like liberation or highest bhakti, para bhakti, right? To so those who want, you've come for this form. The, vi, the bhava, bhava could be like, for instance, Krishna. Why do you remember we many a year ago or something? We, why is why does God incarnate, right? Well, one reason Krishna incarnate is to uh, uh, to kill to kill off a bunch of demonic kings and military people, according to the story, that were torturing the earth. The or, or Mother Earth came to the end, to the, the the edge of the milk ocean and says, please have to save me. Yes, yes, I've already taken, I've already, I'm taking, I'm arranging to take birth. We shall, and that's the Mahabharata war, right? Millions and millions, everything gets clear. That's one story. Or, so there's many, many stories. Or he, kill, he came to kill Kamsa. He's kill, that's one thing why he, why he came. Or he came to, uh, uh, he came out of the, to fulfill the promise that he did to Devaki and Yashoda. To Yashoda and, and Nanda, or to Devaki and, 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 and Vasudeva. Right, so there's so many reasons you get. So what's the so, bhava is to fulfill these different purposes. Vibhava is that unlimited, that highest purpose. He came to liberate or to 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 spiritualize to give people the highest blessing, right? Bhavaya vibhavaya cha, avatirno, amsa bhagena. Avatirno, you've taken your avatar, you've you've incarnated here again as Krishna, right? So this also shows you, like, who is this Krishna? Little boy, open his mouth, unlimited, right? We're seeing, we're not seeing the full thing, right? Although they're seeing Krishna, they're not seeing the full Krishna. But they are seeing the full Krishna, because within him is a full thing, right? When we say God's name, we're not seeing, but we are seeing the full thing. But he says that, that the part that we see, the part that incarnates, the one part that, that, that gives people blessings, and fulfills his promises, and liberates the earth, and, 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 uh, 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 that is actually, he says, amsa um, bhagena. Uh, it's just a fraction of his power, right? Uh, you know, so it's like it's like what we're seeing is inconceivable. But even that is a fraction. It's a, by a tiny bit of his. Some interpret this line different. This is the, the obvious meaning, and I believe this is the, probably the meaning. But in the tradition of Bhagavatam, also, uh, that means he has power with all its amsas, with all its all its parts, right? So he's controlling all the different shaktis. Or he's incarnated, which is a tiny fraction of the infinite power of, of, of God, right? We only see that part as Krishna. Of course, Krishna is the infinite, 
but the part we're seeing that's the part the part that's manifest to our vision the part that we can comprehend is infin- infinitesimal he's doing all this with just a because if you think if Krishna is crawling on the floor of of of, 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 um, of Nanda's courtyard, right, and, and 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 stealing milk, and like, but also countless universes are still being run, right, and another another realms, and different lokas, people he's having different leelas, right, you know, so he's unlimited. So it's like, what is he doing? We're not seeing. It's like if, if God's here, if 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 God's listening to our prayers, he can't hear. I'm sorry, you <laughs> prayed this morning, but that was I was praying, and I get precedent. I'm senior. <laughs> he's listening to me, he didn't hear you. It's not like that. God is unlimited. Everything is, he does everything by a spark of his splendor, a spark of his power. Right. You are the Lord of all beings, the Lord of blessings, and have incarnated at present by a fraction of your power to give material or spiritual blessings, material and spiritual blessings. Right, 36. Right over here. So, Yeah, I'm out. <coughs> hmm? 36. 36. Please come, please come, Mataji. Mm. So then, remember, what, what do you do to such a being? You simply worship, right? So they start their, their, pra- their praising. Nama Parama Kalyanam, Nama Parama Mangala. Right? Therefore, we are in Jai Mataji, we're. These are the prayers, the guhikas to little baby Krishna, and we knock down the trees. Very okay, nice. Verse thirty-six. You are the you are the Lord. Nama parama kalyanam. Right. You're you've by a fraction of your power, you're doing all these things to your different avatars, including this one. Why? We bow to you, who are parama kalyanam. You are the ultimate, good, supreme, good. Right. Uh, supremely good. We bow to you, Nama Parama Mangala. We bow to you, the supreme, auspicious, Sarva Mangala Mangalyam Varenyam Varadam Shivam. Sarva Mangala Mangalye Shive Sarvata Sari. You know, these, we bow to that. So actually, he's not Sarva Mangala Mangalyam or Sarva Mangala Mangalye means the most auspicious among auspicious beings, or it means the auspiciousness of auspicious beings. Right, and actually the thing is, to do these, th- these are attributes that are being described to Krishna, the, uh, to God, right? You are the most good, you are the most auspicious, you are the most powerful, right? But they, in their previous prayers, you're never an object of knowledge. You're always a subject, right? What does that mean? That means he's goodness, he's auspiciousness, he's power, right? So that's, the th- he's the thing itself, not, the, we only see manifested, but you're the, the thing itself. Nama Parama Kalyana, Nama Parama Mangala, Vasudeva Yashantaya, O Vasudeva, All Pervading Lord, the Son of Vasudeva, right? Shantaya, you are uh, 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 the peaceful. Yadunam Pataye Maha. So this is beautiful. You are that uh, uh, the supreme good, the supreme auspicious, the all pervading Lord. And you're also Yadu Yadunam Pataye Maha. You are the Lord of the Yadu clan. Right, so once again, you are crawling on the floor of, of Yashoda's Ananda's uh, 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 courtyard. Right, you are you. Uh, that unlimited being is that inconceivable being is conceivable. You've taken out of affection to uh, with the with the cowherd community. Where are we here? We bow to supremely good. We bow to supremely auspicious. We bow to Vasudeva, the peaceful, the Lord of the Yadus. Um, and then, so this is. Uh, now they're now so far their prayers have been glorifying 
you are this, you are Purusha, you are Pakriti, you can't be known, you're the knower, you know, you're, you know, all these very philosophical statements. Even this last one that although we see you having a form, the form is not what we think because it's unlimited, un- un- uh, powerful, not like a normal form. Right? These are all philosophical. Now what do you do with that? And we bow, we bow to you, we bow to you, bow to you. Now it's the actual, this is the first time now they're praying. They're requesting something. And so this is actually something we should, because how do you, after stating he's not knowable and inconceivable, yet they're seeing him and they know him out of effect, you know, so he's revealed himself. So this is the secret. How, how can we think of the unthinkable, know the unknowable, right? Comprehend the incomprehensible. So sadhana is required, right? So these are the details of, this is the detail of all devotional sadhana. The beautiful changes uh, meter also. Vani gunano kattaha. Mm, let me find it here. Change pages here. Did I lose it? Yeah, do you know? 36, 37. Oh, yeah. Oop, I'm Anjana. Did I skip a verse? I may have skipped a verse. Yes. Vani, oh I did, no, no, I, I skipped over, sorry, I'll go back to that. Sorry, I, I skipped, I'm um, reserve 36, I, I jumped to 37. Hold that thought. 37, bless us, oh, now here's a prayer, bless us, uh, O infinite one, the servant of your devotee. Now, th- who, is there, who is it a servant of? The servant of your devotee. Who is that devotee? It's Narada Muni, because Narada Muni, shows you that even a moment to the famous line, even a moment's association with a holy person changes everything, right? Uh, even, what is it, that Rumi, Rumi? Rumi quote, right? That a, mo- a chance meeting with the beloved and a river changes course. One little thing, a change. once it changed, it's, it's a different, you know, and we can all trace our spiritual life. Often, I mean, sometimes there's a natural awakening, but usually meeting some devotee, one conversation, one spark, and everything changes, right? Uh, 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 so, for them, even seemingly inauspicious, their, their meeting with Narada Muni was not a respectful meeting, right? They, they stayed naked in front of a rishi and, and, and got cursed to be born as trees for thousands of years. But what a blessing it was, right? They're looking at the, incons- the one that's not seeable. They're, com- they're talking to the one that's incomprehensible, right? You know, the major revelation. So they're very thankful to Narada. So this is a prayer, this is a prayer to, uh, uh, to about Narada. Bless us, O infinite one. This is Bhuma. Uh, uh, Bhuma means the infinite. And we quoted last week a verse in the Upanishad that Bhumaiva Bhumaiva Sukham, right? Only in the infinite and in the unlimited is happiness to be actually found. In the limited, there is no happiness. So they're praying now, they, they get a glimpse some comprehension of the limitless. We know this is the source of our happiness. And we got this. How did they get it? By the grace of Narada Muni. Even an inauspicious, uh, the meeting didn't go well. <laughs> you know, like, but it went very But any, but it's like the thing is, a, a, a sage, this is true of devotees, but especially, I mean, the great rishis and saints like that, you only get, only good can come from their meeting. Right? Uh, uh, so this is, so the, uh, they're praying. Uh, 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 bless us, O Infinite One, the servants of your devotee. Right? We, it says, Darshanam no Bhagavata. We, we, the two of us, had Darshan of Bhagavan. This is a very big thing, right? Uh, we have, we have, we have, we've, we have beheld the Supreme Blessed Lord, right? Right? Uh, uh, 
Rishir Ashid Anu Grahat by the mercy of that sage. Right. So, 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 blesses. We're beholding you because of the mercy of that sage. Right. The blessings of that. So we can always trace. Even when we talked uh, talking about Narada, when we gave classes uh, a couple years ago on the Narada Bhakti Sutra, he says, "How does devotion arise?" He says, "Oh, it comes." He says, "Different things. It comes by this. It comes by that. It comes by this. It comes by sadhana. It comes by good previous uh, birth samskaras." He says, "But mostly." It comes with the association of some saint or some devotee, some senior, some advanced spiritual person, right? And that's a big theme in, the, in this club because that's this whole story. Actually, uh, it, it, these whole little philosophical discussion and backstory of the trees is kind of shoved into a very sweet leela of of of, of, Ma, of, of Yashoda tying up Krishna, and then you have this, you know, it's taking us a month to unpack, right? Uh, uh, the story. Right, but it's very. It is important. You'll see how it's uh, how we get that devotion. Bless us, uh, 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 bless us, O Infinite One, the servants of your devotee. It is by the grace of that sage, only by the grace of that sage, that we've had that vision of Bhagavan, Blessed Lord. Now the the prayer, the actual now. What he said, bless us. What bless us? How? This is the details, right? Vani, Vani means our words. With our words, what do we do with our words? Are we with our speech, our power of speech. Guna, anu kantana, kantane, kantana, kantane. I'm reading on two different sheets. So, uh, so with our words, may we also describe your guna, your qualities, your glory. Here it means glories, right? So, so let us speak only about you, right? That that's so. This is. Actually, this is a real. This is a. This is like a, a checkpoint for sadhana, right? Well, how? We, what, what should we do, right? Well, we should. Krishna says also, uh, the thoughts of my devotees dwell in me, and they're always engaged in enlightening each other about my glories, right? Machita gata prana. That that mantra, right? That verse. Uh, so this is this is their prayer. This should be our prayer also. They're speaking. They're guiding us by the mercy of, 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 of Narada. May our words, uh, may our words describe o- always your glories. May our ears, Shavano uh, Kantayam, uh, may our wor- ears hear your stories, your Leela. This is what we're doing today. I'm luckily, by God's mercy, has allowed me to speak something, to talk about God. And also, you can hear about God, right? Right. This is what we should do. We should always want to speak and hear about God. And even the, um, even the Devi Bhagavatam, when uh, um, uh, the verses we read a few weeks ago from Devi Bhagavatam, the the the, uh, the, the uh, I forget who's the original listener of, of 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 that story, but he says, "Oh, please tell us more about Devi." He says that we never tire of hearing these stories of Devi. We never tire of hearing a devotee. Never tires of hearing stories about God. Sometimes we tire of hearing stories of God as a problem, but we this is our, we pray. Now we always <laughs> this is our prayer, right? Uh, uh, may our words describe your glories. May we hear with our ears your stories, right? Hasta uh, uh, with our hands. Chuck karmashu. May we do your work with our hands, right? Uh, and this means, of course, it could mean may we serve you. May we do auspicious worship things and like this. But actually, all work should be. And this is a, uh, there's a famous verse of Shankaracharya called Shiva Mahimna Shiva Manasapuja, right? Where he's of course we start sadhana. It's like oh, we should learn to like use our hands to clean the temple or or to cook for the look cook for God. But the ultimate goal is that everything we're doing is like cleaning the temple. 
Everything we cook is like cooking for God. Everywhere we walk is circumambulating the, temp- the, the, the holy place. Right? Even if we're not, of course, we practice that by circumambulating the temple. But everywhere we walk should be circumambulating the temple. If we have, if we have that vision, right? So uh, we have to start, our, uh, may our hands be engaged in your work. Sur- starts with like concrete practice of, sadhana, of, of service and sadhana and doing auspicious work for the Lord. Um, but pretty soon, every what, Christ, what Swami Vivekananda says, that first we go, we do work, what is it? Work and worship. Right? So we do our regular work, and then we also come home, and then we also do worship, right? Then we do work as worship. Right? You know, so we try to think our, all our work is being done like that, and then work is worship. Then there's no difference. Every activity becomes devotional activity. This is the stage of realization, right? So it's hinting at that. Hastocha karmasu manas tava padayornaha. And may our mind, right, tava uh, 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 means your, right, padayo, may our mind always be at your feet, right, so we, our mind always think of your feet, may it always dwell on your feet. And so then the last line says, smrityam, in memory, may, may our mind always remember your feet. That smrita goes to the previous line, right, uh, the way they're broken, smrityam. Uh, um, so may our uh, our words describe your glories, may our ears hear your stories, may our hands do your work, may our minds remember your feet, right? Then what about our head? Let our heads bow. Shiras, tava, your, nivasha, jagat, pranami. So may our heads always bow to your, uh, 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 what is it? Nivasa. Nivasa means dwelling place. Right, so and you can see, you see, right now, right around now, probably there's many people bowing towards doing their prayers towards Mecca right now, right? To go to that holy place, right? We also think we try to find a holy, you know, we you always face the deity. We want to bow where you dwell. Where is that dwelling place that our head should always bow? It's also get it jagat, it means this whole universe, right? So the thing is that where is he dwelling? Of course, you could say, oh, he dwells in Vaikuntha, he dwells in Vrindavan, she dwells, she dwells in the other room right there. We always, <laughs> she does, and, and he does, right? But he also dwells everywhere, in every moving thing. This moving, you know, and the mean, Jagat means world, Jagat means living thing, Jagat means universe, right? And Jagat means everything, right? So we bow to everyone, to everything. I mean, if we had that vision, this is a, this is our big, this is a very big prayer for them. May we only th- may we only speak of you, may we hear about you, may we only work for you, may we always remember you, and may we always may, our, may we always be worshiping your uh, where your dwelling place where you live, which is everywhere, right? That's a big thing. Mm. Drishtihi uh, satam stu bhavat tanunam. Drishti means may we see. What should we see? Right? Satam. Satam means the saints or the devotees. Right? In the Gita language, uh, sometimes it's Satam, sometimes it's Bhakta, sometimes it's Mahatma, sometimes it's um, uh, 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 Sadhu. Actually here, uh, Satam and Sadhu in Bhagavatam is very often almost the same word. Right? Uh, it means holy person, a saint or, or a real devotee. May we see always the devotees. Because they know, even an inauspicious uh, encounter with, with, with Narada gave him the highest vision, right? So they're praying that we always, maybe always, if, if just a moment seeing Narada, right, disrespectfully uh, run, uh, a disrespectful 
uh, encounter with Narada has led us. So we may we always see your devotees, right? And this is Bhavet Tanunam. Bhavat Bhavat here means also Bhagavan, right? It means it's a name for God. Uh, 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 and Tanunam means Tanu means body, right? But this is an interesting thing because and it says Bhavat Tanunam means the body which is the dwelling place of God. The devotees, the devotees are the dwelling embodiments of God, right? You can sing like that, but that means um, how to say. We want to see your devotees. It's not just that they embody God; they're 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 gods. They become God's rupa, right? You know, you can see some like some of the great the great devotees. We consider like for us, they're like we don't we can't think of God out beyond them. Right, you know, it's like we that to them that the, whoever they are, we don't know what or who who these people are, but they're if if we're going to know God, we're going to know them through them almost. Right, we try to, we try. Of course, we shouldn't get, we should know God directly, but we can't. Know, I mean, the, God can be known through His devotee. Of course, the devotee holds God in His heart. We've talked about those in the previous weeks, but this is something different. There's Sri Ramakrishna had this term Bhagavati Tanu. Same, same, Bhavatananam is the same idea, which means that the, the body of a devotee becomes spiritualized, it changes, right? You see, uh, of course, every devotee we, we have to respect, everybody we should respect, everything we should respect, because it's a dwelling place of the Lord, right? Holy Mother didn't like somebody kicked the broom, right? Through a broom, they hey, that, that's a, put it properly, touch it to your head and put it down properly. It's used, you're using that, it's serving you, it's serving, it's cleaning your house, cleaning the temple respectfully. Somebody was playing with a cat with their, with their feet. And, and touch the head. Hey, the head is the only place of the guru. Don't touch the cat like that, right? You know, it's like, it's like everything. Everything is is. I remember when when Guruji Haradan when he came, we, we were in the car in the back of the on the back. We had kept at that time before before Google Maps. We had what was it? That book of maps. Thomas Guy. Remember the Thomas Guy? The old Puranas. This is the old, ancient, forgotten religion. You know, it's no longer, the scriptures are no longer used. Huh? Spiral bound. Spiral bound. Like, and so we keep, you throw it, you, you throw it in the back, on the floor, in the back seat. He said, no, no, you shouldn't, but it's not scripture. No, no, it's writing. No writing should be, it's Saraswati. Everything is God's dwelling place. We have the, uh, what, what is, of course, scripture especially, but everything. So everybody especially, everybody, God's everywhere, but especially in the devotee. But here is something even more special because Bhagavati Tanu means it's been not only a, de- a devotee special we think of God we can hope but a body the body of a devotee changes this idea of Bhagavati Tanu Sri Ramakrishna it's a very esoteric thing that he talked about it's not easy to I mean beyond our understanding but as you do sadhana of course part of sadhana you be, your body becomes purified but as you get different high experiences your nervous system changes Right and 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 then in in the Vaishnava literature, these sattvika bhavas, these different things that happen to the body, the elongation of limbs. You see these strange things that happen in Mahaprabhu's life. Sri Ramakrishna exhibited these things. Uh, Neem Kurli Baba exhibited these things. Right, we see pictures of him. It's not even his body is not a normal body. Right, even the body, what to speak of God's body, is not a body. Right, but even a devotee's body changes because it becomes it begins to. Um, uh, he says, Sri Ramakrishna uses the term, that one of his uh, language is the Nitya and the Lila, the relative. He uses the term philosophically as a relative, the, nit, the Lila, not like the divine Lila, but the, the, the relative plane of experience. And the Nitya is the eternal, the timeless, the eternal, right? But then there is, he says, but there's something happens, right? And then becomes, of course, we have this term Nitya Lila, the eternal play of Krishna. That's not what's being meant, the same language, right? But there's some experience the nitya lila is where where uh, it's it's uh, uh, the nitya become the lila becomes the nitya the the embodied state becomes 
unlimited. It shares in that quality, right? And then he uses term the nitarada. It's a very inconceivable. These things are beyond our ability to speak, but they're hinted at this Bhagavatitanu idea. The body of a devotee is different. We we see such bodies, right? Uh, even their picture is purifying. What to speak of actually seeing? So people say, oh yes. I mean, the other day, uh, 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 Sundaram who was in the room. He saw. I had a little picture of Shiva on He said, oh, I saw him when I was when I was six. Right, still he remembers. His dad took him to Hadwar and Rishikesh and he saw Swami Shivananda. Mm-hmm. Like, still all these years he remembers seeing Swami Shivananda. His body was not, of course, huge body, <laughs> but it wasn't normal. The body of such a devotee, even your own body, we bow to you, <laughs> right? We're, we're, I'm very happy to see you, Darshan of the devotees. But the great saints, they embody the Lord in a different way. This is the idea, you know. Uh, where are we now? So this is a very. This is, in a certain sense, this is the essence of uh, 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 a good practical sadhana. They're praying, bless us with practical sadhana. May we think of you. May we remember you. May we work for you. May we uh, 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 hear about you, speak about you, and may we see your devotees, your forms. What verse are we on? Verse thirty-nine. Okay. Three different pages here. Thirty-nine. So, so that's their prayer. Now, Sri Shuka Uvacha. Now, the narrator is continuing the story. Itam sankirtitas tabyam. Actually, being thus praised by them. Actually, the word is sankirtam. So, so the sermon means together they sang. To so, actually, when we're singing, we're doing sankirtan, right? Kirtan together. Right. This is actually what we're what we're trying to do. We're, we're actually we're in, in a in, in a, a beautiful kirtan program a party uh, uh, or experience. What are you doing? You're thinking of. You're speaking. Your words are speaking about God. Your ears are listening. Your mind is remembering His feet. You're, you know, it's like every, you're, this is a great. So it's these little hints throughout. Right. They together sang these praises, but I think there's a hint here also. The language is important. Right. Being thus praised by them, th- thus being sung to them, tabiam uh, by them. Right. Bhagavan. Gokuleshura, that Lord, that Bhagavan, that supreme pow- powerful being, right, who's also Gokuleshura, the Lord of Gokul, right, he's the infinite Bhagavan and the Lord of, just like in Yadu, Yadupati, the Lord of the Yadus, he's also, he's this infinite Lord Bhagavan, what is he playing as? He's actually also the Lord of a cowherd settlement, right, a very simple uh, and intimate thing. But, so, this is important. Uh, I moved the wrong sheet back. Hold on. Uh, 37. 38. What number are we on? I have 30, 30, 38. Oh, here. Sorry. 39. Sorry, 39. Uh, uh, uh. Damna Cholu Kale Bandaha. Right? Damna Ulukale. Ulukale means a wooden that mortar. Right, Damna, he's still tied by a rope, right, Banda. So that infinite Bhagavan, right, now the, the narrator is saying, remember what the scene is, this is a very big, a big revelation, big high philosophy and the highest possible prayer. So that Lord, listening to them, that Lord who's the infinite Lord and the Lord of Gokul, uh, just remember he's still tied to a mortar with a rope. Right, that's a very important point. That, that that this is the whole secret of these verses, right? Because this, you think the story of of, of, of the Guyakas uh, being cursed by Narada and being born as trees and it come like that, is meant to give commentary 
I believe, if I could be so bold, right, to the lila of the Dhammadar lila of Krishna, uh, uh, how how Krishna, the absolute truth, can be tied by a, by a cowherd girl, right? That's about out of love, you know. This is this is what we're trying to do. Also, we're trying to comprehend the infinite out of love and affection, to hold the infinite, the Bhagavati Tanu. Uh, uh. So that Lord spoke to the Guyakas, smiling. Of course, he's smiling. You think about it. It's like, after all this, it's like, remember, the little boy, this may be the second thing we've heard Krishna say after all this time, right? He's still a little boy. He's barely speakable, right? I'm not sure if he's, he, maybe he spoke before. It's been a long time ago when we read. Not much, right? <laughs> I, think he, yeah, I think he challenged the coward girls on something or another. But when he was, just previous to this, he was stealing butter. And I didn't know, that's right. The first thing, the first thing Krishna said was a lie. <laughs> uh, you know, I just remember after all this, right? Yeah, he says, "Who broke this? I, you, you, you steal that? But I didn't do it." <laughs> so this is the second thing Krishna says, right? But but you know, but actually Krishna didn't do it because he is he's not Bukriti, he's Purusha, he's a, you know he's not the doer yet he does everything. You know, there's he's not lying even though he's very much lying, right? He's not naughty although he should have been tied up properly. You know, these type of things are there. So he now he's saying with a smile. Now his now his bigger relation, like after this high prayer and this blessing that they requested, right? He's the supreme realization that he's a supreme being. But but he's you know smiling. You know, it's like. <laughs> okay, what you ask, let's talk, right? He says, he says with a smile. <laughs> says, Sri Bhagavan Uvacha, Gyanta Mamma Puri Puri Vaitatat. Oh, here, sorry, I got three sheets here. Gnatam uh, uh, means I know, I understand, Mamma, me, Pura, Eva, Etat. Right, I know the past about what's going on here. So I know your past, right? So the little boy, first thing he's saying, actually now he's not. Okay, I didn't do anything. I didn't, you know, it's not my fault, right? Now he's he's actually I know everything, right? I know your past. I know what happened. I know how you got to this point, right? He says, uh, uh, Bhagavan. Oh no, sorry. Uh, 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 Rishina Karunatmana. I know your past. You were. You were by that that Rishi Narada Muni, right? He did something karunatmana, something very merciful, by giving you this curse, right? It could be he showed mercy on your soul, or his soul is by nature merc. Nature of a saint is always merciful, right? So mo- both both things, a Rishi is always merciful towards people's souls, or his na- his soul is by nature merciful, and therefore he gave you this blessing. Right, everybody uh, 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 saint meets who should be blessed. Right, the sage Narada, out of out of mercy for your souls, beam. Uh, so what, what was your problem? Yeah, uh, um, Shri. Uh, let me find it. Uh, this kind of a weird uh, sandhya, but it's a Shri Mada Andayaha Andayaho Anda. You became blinded. How? Mada means intoxicated by Shri, by money, by power, by enjoyment. Right, you became blinded. Right, so out of mercy, out of uh, great compassion for you, he, he gave you a blessing or a curse, however you want to say. Right, Vagbir, uh, 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 which is he spoke words, actually, Vagbir here means curse. That I know in the past you were cursed by, by the saint, right, Be, out of, because you became blinded, you've lost your spiritual vision due to your uh, intoxication, your madness, mat- due to material opulence, you could say. Uh, uh, 
vibhramsaha and you became vibhramsaha uh, you fell down from your position they were even if the story just take the story as it is not as a, we can take this as a metaphor of spiritual we fall from our spiritual understanding right you were we were once great beings and we somehow know that we have forgotten god and here we find ourselves in physical embodiment and conscious separation from god yay us <laughs> <laughs> we should be really proud of ourselves right now right sorry to <laughs> be a bummer on everybody but that's the situation sometimes it's good to be honest right you know yeah. but but uh, but but by the mercy of some sadhu right we've all slowly and we're, we're trying to all oh, let us think of you let us remember you let us worship you let us sing your name let us hear your stories may it be in the company of your devotees this is how by the mercy of some saint, we're coming up like this, right? Or the saints, we're coming up like this, right? So, I know your past is known to me, being blinded by intoxication of wealth. You lost your position. You fell from your original. So that, as a metaphor, we're on that, uh, uh, like that. But even in their, sto- in their story, they were great beings. Not only because they had some deva body, right? Not, not so much that. Is that they were, they're the sons of Kubera. Right. Of course, that's the problem. They have a very rich dad. Right. <laughs> you know, I grew. Up, we 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 grew. We went to a, 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 a slightly rich high school, so we had lots of these type of people in our lives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we know we, we know the sons of Kubera because <laughs> we went to school with them. <laughs> They're trying to friend us on Facebook right now. We're trying to avoid <laughs> the sons of Kubera. <laughs> dangerous but anyways uh, uh, but but uh, but they were also described they were great they were actually great devotees right so they were great bhaktas they were great ad- evolved beings right but because they got a little bit bewildered they fell but before they fell all the way down they only fell a little bit and they, they were by the mercy of a saint they were thrown up uh, we quoted this verse a few weeks ago of Shankaracharya we talked about that the, you take a ball a metal ball you know, up staircase, boom, 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 up, up a spiral staircase. But if you drop it, boom, boom, it, it falls all. The, it doesn't stop till it hits the bottom, right? But if you jump and grab it, or somebody else, don't drop this. You know, it only goes, and, and you, oh, you pick it up and you slowly, right? That's the stake we should be in. We shouldn't let ourselves go all the way. We haven't fallen all the way down this time. <coughs> Being blinded by the intoxication of wealth, you lost your position by the um, by uh, by the mer- you've lost your position by the mercy of the saint. Interesting. You lost your but you fell so actually that fall down is very mysterious, right? It's interesting. It's interesting by the mercy via his curse, right? So sadunam samachitanam. Let me switch pages here. Sadunam samachitanam. Now you have to be in the company of uh, who is that? Who is that saint? Like Rishi, who is that sadhu? Now his qualifications, his symptoms, I guess you would say, are being described, right? Sa- uh, sama chitanam. Their their chitta is. Sama means same. I mean, the way of saying that it says two things. Sama chitta means their chitta is still. Means they're expert in meditation. The the vrittanis are like this, but it has a more common meaning is that they're equal-minded. Sama means equal, same. We get the word same from that thing, right? So they're chitta, and chitta means mind in a certain sense, right? So they see everyone equally. Because actually, if somebody else were to see, oh, there's what? And they came across that same seamlessness, be like, my person, they're not thinking, oh, they're actually spiritual beings, I should try to help them. They're like, ah, throw them in jail or something like that. Or, you know, you, 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 you throw some cuss, flick them off as you drive by in the car. You know, it's like a very common, but actually, he sees everyone. 
the, uh, those who are very respectful and very holy and very uh, approach sages properly, he, he sees one way. But even people who give full disrespect, a saint always sees equally. That's one thing. So equal, samadarshinaha in the in the Gita, right? The one who sees equally, right? Pandita is a, is a, a samad. Uh, 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 where are we here? Uh, so that's one thing, and then sutaram mat kritamanam and sutaram they are completely, right? Mat kritiyat manam and completely devoted to me, right? So that that's a sign. Who are the saints we should look for? What's who is Narada Muni is the perfect example of, right? They're equal-minded, or their mind is still in meditation. Both meanings are there, right? And they're completely surrendered to me. Right, that's the symptom. Darshanam nobavit bandhu. Seeing them, just their darshan, or beholding them. Because darshan doesn't mean seeing. Right, we see each other. We're not, it's not darshan. Darshan is not like a tourist looks. Right, when you see a deity, you have to be uh, beholding is a better, I think, a, f- a better flavored word. What darshan means, right? Uh, 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 to seeing such a being. This is uh, what is it? Bavit uh, bandana. Becomes one becomes free from bondage, even seeing such beings. What type of beings? Those who are equal-minded, and who are fully devoted to me. Seeing them breaks our bondage, frees us from bondage. And then it says, "Pumsaha akshnoho savita yataha." There's a missing part. Pumsa, just like a just like a person, right? Which is once he sees the sun, and then it's missing the 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 the, the line. But just like when you see the sun, darkness disappears, right? So just just so similarly, seeing a saint, seeing a sadhu, seeing a satam, seeing a devotee, right? A rishi, a sage. Our uh, 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 the bondage, fear, and bondage disappear. Just like seeing the sun, darkness disappears, right? Beholding a sadhu who is equal-minded and fully surrendered to me frees one from bondage, just as the sun frees frees the eyes from darkness. I guess how I wrote it. Uh, verse forty-two. O Nalukubera. Tad gachantam mat paramo gachatam. You may now, both of you, now you can go back. Where now their their original position? Of course, in the story, they go back to being two uh, semi-divine beings who are the sons of Kubera. You know, have their particular job. Then they get their job. You know, the prodigal son type. Then they go back home and get their job back. And dad hopefully won't be too angry with them. You know, like this, right? Uh, but actually, this also means go back to your original position. You know, if we take it as a metaphor, also for our lives, not just a story about about somebody else's life, right? Okay. right? Remember it says that we shouldn't be reading stories about other people's lives. These are also our story also. We have to understand it that way too. Now you can go back to Mat Paramo with me. Go return. What's that place? Was to have me as your supreme goal. Or return with me as your supreme goal. Or go back to your original state where I am your supreme goal. That's our original state. Where our only goal, our real purpose, our real obsession is the divine. We're absor- absorbed in the divine. O Nalukubera Saranam. O Nalukubera, O Guyakas, your two brothers, you are now free to go back to your. It says, Saranam um, means here, means your original dwelling place. Of course, it could be in some forest, you know, worship, you know, in their job, or the supreme dwelling place, our original uh, nature. 
Sanjato mai bhuva vam. Sanjata. Sanjata means satru- uh, completely filled or saturated mai with me, absorbed in me. Uh, 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 bhavaha by bhava. Bhava means uh, high devotion. It's a very, uh, of course, it's a technical term, but bhava means it's a, a very high devotional state. Right? Sanjato mai bhavaha. Ipsitaha paramo bhavaha. Again, bhavaha. So, uh, ipsitaha means as you requested. So he's he's saying request uh, uh, granted, right? You've requested. Now you go. Yes, you go. You return to your original abode, right? With me as your supreme goal, with full devotion to me, right? At what you, in other words, what you've prayed for, I'm granting. This is the granting of the boon, saying yes to the prayer, mm-hmm. right? Right. Uh, uh, how does it? Uh, 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 oh, Nalukubera and Manigriva, you may now return to your own abode as desired by you. You now possess love for me, the supreme. And th- that's a very, oh, that's a very important. Let me find it here. Ababaha, uh, uh, Parama Ababa. That supreme abode, that supreme state, that supreme condition. Ababa, you will not fall. You fell from your last position. Right, but from this, with with devotion for me, you will not. From that, from that, you cannot fall. Right, that's an important part. So, which you can, uh, from which there is no fall. Right, Sri Shuka Uvacha. He again said, "Itti uto tau parikrama." So, hearing, being thus instructed, they did parikram. They, as a traditional way, you walk around. The Lord, right? You walk around a holy being, uh, and pranamya uh, cha punapuraha, and they bowed again and again, right? Continuously, punapunaha, right? Bhada uluk uluk kalyam amantra. Uh, uh, uh. They taking permission, uh, uh, taking permission's permission of who? They, 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 they took permission of the Lord and before they left. Who do they take permission of? That one who is still tied to the mortar. <laughs> but again, we're not, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't, this is commentary on that story. We have to understand. Otherwise, it's a weird little story to put in here, right? There's a commentary. It's meant, because it's one of the, it's one of the sweetest uh, uh, and easiest to miss stories, right. right? The tying up of Damodar, right? But this is a story is meant to show, uh, again, that Supreme Lord that they, the one, you, when you walk around, you walk around somebody, it's considered the highest form of respect, right? Uh, 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 of course, you walk around a temple, you walk around a Tulsi plant, you walk around a holy mountain, you walk around a deity, right? You walk around a holy fire, because it, it because you've seen it as supreme, right? So they are not tied. They were tied to trees, but now they're free. But this little boy that they're walking around, they know, although he's still tied, they know who he actually is and why he's tied. Also, they also want to tie him. That's the <laughs> thing, right? With their affection and love, being the circumambulating bowed again and again, taking permission of the Lord who was still tied to the mortar, Jagmatur Disham Uttare. Janmatur means they went back, they left. Where? This is Disham Uttara means to the north. You know, this is mysterious, but usually send back to their own abode, or Uttama also means highest, mm-hmm. right? Uta, uh, so the north also means, uh, 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 but also, North, which way is north? There, right? North is Kubeta's realm, 
Ah. Right. So remember, they're the sons of Kubera. In the dash, when the in, when the directions, we have Kubera, Shiva, Ishakone. You have uh, Indra. You have um, Agni. You have Yama, Naritya, uh, Varuna, Vayu, and Kubera. Right above Vishnu and below Brahma, or the other way around. I forget. These are the ten directions. Digpala. Right, you know the the Indra Dukpalebio and Amaha, the thing. So they come there from that direction. They're, that's the direction of wealth, worldly wealth. So they actually get, they have, they're also in the world, but with that highest. Their position is to be with, with still with the highest devotion, right? So it's an important, but also Uttana means highest. It means many things, but here Desha means direction. So we have to think that they went back to the north, and in the story it means back to Kabeda's uh, divine realm. That it. Ah, we finished. We finished chapter ten of of the uh, book ten, and I think the next is just I, I even. Let me see what's what's coming up next. It's all kind of cool. Oh, now it's uh, now it's described. Um, uh, 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 oh, the, the the now they have to um, uh, Krishna and, and the family has to move. Right, due to some problem, they have to. I mean, they're they're. Uh, um, we are, of course in the paintings we see them in big palaces like that, but they were uh, they were uh, past. They were um, uh, nomads. No, yeah, almost nomadic, semi-nomadic. You know, because you have to go where where cows, where cows go like that. But it's not like like sheep that has to keep moving. But you have they have to move a little bit. So they get they moved they moved from Gukul to Vrindavan proper, and then there's other pastimes that come, uh, and then some new. Horrible things seem to happen to little boy, which are actually great stories about different as he as he kills Bhattasura and Bakasura, and these stories will come in the next uh, next. They're slightly different. They can be used. They're sometimes used interchangeably, right? But in but if you were to map it out, like they're moving, to describe they move from here, and then they move to Mandava, and they move to like that. But actually, uh, Gokula it means the place of cows, right? Right. That's an important right. And actually, go, Golok or Golu, Gokula or Goloka means the realm of cows, right? And we've talked about this before, but it's nice to remember. We haven't talked about it in a very long time, guys, to remember. In the Mahabharata, when Sabari, the divine cow, she heard that she saw yogis doing austerities. Well, I can do austerities. Cows are very, they can do, they're very, like that. So she stood on one leg for 10,000 years, mm-hmm. right? A little, 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 little known story in the, in the Mahabharata. And Vishnu was so pleased, he goes, oh, ask a boon. He goes, I don't want a boon. Says no, do, nobody stands on their leg for ten thousand years without a boon. That's not that's not the, how yoga works. You you do some austerities, you get boons. Because no, no, I just wanted to see if I can do it. I have no, I have no nature to. I don't have to. And actually, cow, you know, like you know, they may a little the grass is all a cow needs. It's not, they don't need you know, a new like give me a new car. You know, it's like let, let my let my kid do well in their exams. It's not like a, we always do austerities with our purse. Let <laughs> me get this job. And, you know, like he just like and so Vishnu says in the story in the Mahabharata, he was so pleased. He says, "I'm giving you a boon after all, even though you're not asking. I shall create a realm." above my realm of Vaikuntha, right, the highest possible realm, and it's called Goloka or Gokula, right, the realm of, and, and you'll be the supreme deity there, and I shall be there only to protect you as your servant, that's, that's Gopala, right, the servant or the protector of cows. So usually we think of, Go, of Gokul as the realm of Krishna, but actually the realm of cows, right, uh, the cows aren't there to serve Krishna, Krishna is there to serve the cows, it's an important, important so point. Is there still a I'd, uh, 
You'd have to ask. Podcast. I don't. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Inez would know everything. Maduri knows. <laughs> I have limited experience. I have only bookish knowledge of these things. That's what Guruji said. No practical experience of anything I'm talking about. Even the land. What is speak of Baba and Bhagavati Tanu and these sort of things. <laughs> My job is. <laughs> but I've met some rishis that have given me some. Don't. They haven't let me fall so far down. So we're working our way back up. Anyways, any quite any other discussions or comments? What time is it now? Six twenty-four. Not bad. Wow. We started a little late. Not we had some. Great. We have a new microphone. Hopefully, it worked. We so the last few weeks. See, it's, it's cool looking too. So feedback uh, is good. Feedback is good. Yes. Good, 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 good. That's important because the last few weeks we've tried to do this uh, through Facebook Live. And we're getting our audiences there, people who wanted to see it, but the sound is not, you have to turn it way up. And even when I listen to it at night, it's to hear it, I have to, you know, get an external speaker and put it next to my head to hear what I'm saying. So we, we, we ordered and so far, hopefully it worked. It w- we didn't think it worked this morning, this afternoon, so I'm glad it's working. But anything else? Ooh. Okay. Jai Sri Krishna, Jai Mahakali. <laughs>